Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Hello and welcome back to Pixel Podcast. I am very sorry that there were no episodes last week. I was off ill and Chris has been away, um, who's our executive producer as well. So things were just a little bit down to sort of a skeleton crew and there wasn't enough of us to get episodes out and I wasn't well enough. So we could have just let Martin loose on the mic for, for a while. But we thought better not, just in case. And uh, Hi, Martin. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. So this episode is all about the Galaxy Note 7. Enjoy. Roll the intro before Martin says something. Bye. Okay, then. <laughs> just bully me. It's fine. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So joking aside, the Galaxy Note 7 is a phone which has been in the newspaper um, and, you know, it's been talked about massively over the past few weeks. And of course, this isn't the first time we've covered it. We have covered it slightly before, but, uh, you know, I think it's important for us to talk about it again, mainly because it's actually uh, grown in seriousness, I would say. So originally the Galaxy Note 7 had issues where the battery would, um, let's just say, technically um, go wrong. I mean, that's a technical word. Uh, it would it would either give out smoke and sort of set fire to itself and then um, destroy the phone and also cause damage to property, etc., uh, etc. Et so Samsung responded and made an updated version of them and allowed people to get the updated version, uh, which was supposed to fix the problem. However, this has not been the case as uh, reported. They've still been doing the exact same thing to the point where the US has put a ban on these phones on aircrafts. Uh, fully gone into effect. It's going to be fully not allowed. Um, the US air safety officials deemed the device to be a potential fire hazard. If you're trying to board your flight with the Samsung Galaxy Note 7, you won't make it past the security checkpoint and you and your smartphone will be turned away. Not a great day for Samsung. And it's not a great day for anyone trying to fly with the explosive phone. The Samsung Galaxy Note 7 is now considered a forbidden hazardous material. And the FAA is now banning the phone from all flights in the United States. So, I mean, this is a big hit for Samsung's cred, street cred. I mean, they're one of the leading manufacturers in smartphones. And, you know, this is something that they couldn't even get right the second time. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit in a moment about um, possibly why this has started to occur. Um, but just on the outset, uh, Martin, what do you make of this whole thing? I think I said something like this um, on the last time we talked about Samsung. You know, the first time it could yeah. really hurt your credibility. And now that they try to remedy it and still falling flat on their face, you're going to start asking questions about Samsung. Uh, have they have they lost their touch? Have they lost their edge? I I'm mm. not too sure. It's quite strange how it's happened to two different models of phones now. It's quite a strange uh, thing to happen. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's well, it's the same same technically the same phone, but they you know they have they uh, had the time yeah they like had the time to fix it and they said they'd fixed it and apparently they haven't really fixed it. So whether they actually did try hard or whether you know it was a quick hoping you know shot in the dark, which obviously has you know wounded themselves in the process. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, US authorities on Friday flagged the ban on carrying the phones in the passenger cabin on uh, or aircraft hold, including checked baggage on all domestic flights as well as those in and out of the country. The move was followed by airlines in Canada, Asia, and other regions where the device had been sold. Carriers contacted uh, news uh, journalists and things like that to report. Um, any problems in its initial implementation. So, yeah, it's a bit of a big deal. And I mean, you know, especially as, you know, Samsung are a well-known brand and people rely on them. I mean, is this going to put some concerns now uh, and maybe a bit of untrust into people's buying decisions? Are people maybe now going to possibly think twice about buying a Samsung phone just in case this happens again? I mean, you think about this, I mean, you know, I don't think there's been any massively devastating stories, but they, they could could be, you know, it's only a matter of time if people still have these phones, if there's people maybe that own these phones like, you know, you, you know, uh, mums or people just not technically very uh, advanced and maybe haven't been reading their tech news and following this very closely. You know, do they have a ticking time bomb that could in the middle of the night set fire to something in their house and, you know, and cause absolute, you know, um, a, a devastation? Well, uh, obviously, I think um, that's a massive possibility, Ben. You've got to think, let's just say um, I was... A 13 year old get my first uh, phone my mum would probably buy it for me and if she's heard about all this news going on about samsung phones she's gonna think twice of getting a samsung phone yeah yeah definitely and i think i don't know i think samsung haven't been very public about it really they've recalled but they've no i've not seen any massive public message and going look we're really sorry but look if you want to get your phone you know um refunded um all the stores will do a refund like you know it, they're not really giving people options they're like oh if you want to exchange your phone maybe for another model that we've got that has been safe like you know just the galaxy s7 in general not the note 7 uh, you know, things like that. They haven't really been very publicly, I think, active about it. Not that I've been noticing. Maybe they have and I haven't really seen it. But I think the fact, I do generally try to keep tabs on the media. I read the news every single day and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like if I haven't seen it, then they definitely haven't been active enough in the media. And I think they could have been doing a bit more because it really annoys me when some companies go quiet about big things like this. This is a massive thing. And yes, they've tried to rectify it once, but it was almost like a, you know, very quick, uh, you know, sort of uh, under the cover, sort of trying to like quickly just change it around and not make a big deal out of it. But it is a massive deal. And I think the, the news articles have been making you know their own stories out of it and you know samsung have just sort of stayed quiet and it's just sort of been running away on its own without them having any control over it it feels like so obviously they need to remedy that but my next question for you ben is what's their next step where do they go from here can i ask well, the whole issue, I, I and this is, I, I did a little bit of research, and um, I looked at um, some more of the scientific reasons about um, what's been happening to batteries and mobile phones and other devices. A lot of these um, smart devices and electronic devices use some uh, a battery called lithium-ion battery. It's uh, it's the chemical reaction that goes inside them, where they have um, some of. I'm not anyway technical or scientific um, in this sort of term, so bear with me. But from what I understand, there's um, there's uh, some um, ions and electrons on one side and there's some on the other and um, it's when they meet together it causes the actual power what have you so um, basically what companies like Samsung have been doing and uh, maybe this is why um, um, other companies such as um, Apple have been 
um, almost uh, very reluctant to make enormous um, changes to their batteries is because what they've been trying to do is push the boundaries more and more. And we're already, as been reported, basically 90% of the brink of what we can get out of these batteries. And they're very, very volatile. It doesn't take much to um, upset the balance in the chemicals and for them to set fire to each other, which is what we've been seeing. So as the boundaries have been pushed more and more, Samsung have been trying to implement quick charging, which charges you know um, the batteries up in you know a split part of the time that it would take normally and uh, you know provide there's more voltage out of these batteries than before they're bigger you know they've been trying to push the envelope a bit with them and maybe they've just pushed too far the note 7 it probably has one of the biggest batteries in the whole line of the samsung devices because of the size of them they have big batteries and maybe you know this is proof that you know um, this is this is the point where maybe um, companies really have to start pushing other battery technologies. There are other battery technologies out there which are very hopeful. They're just in their infancy. But I think we're definitely hitting the wall now. We need to sort of change because uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be a point where we can't either improve batteries anymore or whatever we do poses the risk of uh, you know what we've been seeing here. So maybe this is why um, you know Apple have been very reluctant to implement anything like quick charge, which is in some of the Android devices or uh, massively bigger batteries. What they've been doing is slightly bigger batteries, but been improving the performance of the device in terms of power saving to stop it heating up as much juice so they don't have to change the battery technology too much or try and mess with it too much. And that, you know, seems to be working quite well for them at the moment. You know, they do get some criticism about their battery life. Um, the new iPhone is supposed to have a very good battery life, as been reported, surprisingly. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe, you know, this is this is the problem. Maybe Samsung have been trying to push things too far and now they've seen the the outcome, the result of that. And I think the final thing is, is... Is Samsung now done? Are they, are they, is their phone market destroyed? Has it capitulated? Or no, do you think they can bounce no. back from this? No, they're an enormous company. And I mean, you know, and not just in the smartphone industry, in the TV industry, in the home appliance industry, they are enormous. No, they no, are just in enormous. the phone market in general. Sorry, Ben. That's fine. I was I was getting to that. Um, but uh, you know, for one, they're a massive company, and it's not going to affect them, and that's it. But secondly, in the smartphone world, they're still very, very massive, and I think. I don't think it's going to have a, a massive effect. It may have a small effect. I mean, what it has at the moment had an effect, it's had a massive financial effect. I think I saw some sort of figures like several um, million dollars, or so, uh, even possibly billions of dollars. I'm really not too sure. But it's been basically hitting them massive in the pocket. I, I do think it's something like a couple of billion dollars. It's hit them um, in this problem with people wanting their fair refunds, with um, the money it's cost them to ship out the new phones, the altered ones, and they're now good. And the, the stock that they're probably going to have to destroy now um, because they can't use so I mean this is having a catastrophic effect so it's definitely going to impact them in some way um, whether this would mean they'll have less money to, to spend on research and development R&D for new phones uh, whether it's affect their you know how much money they put on marketing it probably will have an all-around effect in some way in the budgets they have on all aspects of the company um, but you know they are still a massive company I still think it, you know it may not have a, it won't have anywhere near the effect you would have on a, on a much smaller company you know maybe um, a company that's not doing so or maybe, you know, if it was LG, for instance, you know, their phones would be doing all right, but they're not been doing amazing, then it might have been, had a much more uh, devastating effect than it might have on Samsung. But I think the biggest effect will possibly be on um, the consumer perception and the trust, possibly, that they may have lost from some consumers, especially consumers who owned the Note 7 and, uh, you know, had issues with it.
No, absolutely, Ben. Just very quickly to wrap to close. So if you own a Note 7, I would advise that you go to wherever you bought it from and try and get a refund. I don't know what the full um, policy is around it, but try and get a refund. Speak to your retailer, whoever you bought it off, whatever um, place you got your phone off. Because honestly, um, I, I wouldn't f- sleep well at night knowing that I, this phone was in my possession. So um, yeah, um, Samsung advising that you turn the phone off, don't use it, and uh, obviously try and get a refund and things like that. Um, if you are taking any flights anywhere, don't take it with you because the likelihood is you won't be allowed. And actually, um, there's been some different figures around, but there's um, a definite figure on the fact that if you get caught with one of these phones on uh, an aircraft, you could be fined, you know, um, thousands and thousands of dollars. It's a serious criminal offence. It's seen, it's seen no different, really, um, as you um, trying to, you know, um, you know, take a um, an explosive or something onto a plane, you know, um, because they are basically very volatile. So don't take it with you. Um, get in contact with who you are and try and get this problem resolved. And that's all we can advise at the moment. Um, so if you do own one, yeah, if you're thinking of getting one, you might be able to buy one anyway because uh, sales have been halted. And uh, yeah, so have a look around. There's some great articles on the web I found of alternatives to Note 7s. If you have been saving up for a Note 7 and really wanted one, uh, there's some great uh, larger phones out there as well for you to have a look at. So yeah, that pretty much brings this to a close. I'm not anti-social. I'm just not user-friendly. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Pixel Podcast is brought to you by Abrupt Audio. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit abruptaudio.com. Don't forget, you can listen to us on the go on iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to drop us some feedback via iTunes. And with that, we thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Adios, amigos. And Chris, if you're listening, this is the end of this episode. In case you didn't know.